If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Over in Perth, I dare say it's sunny. And that's where we find our next guest on the Mowers Club, brought to you by Toro Mowers, powered by 100 years of innovation. And she's not only there to watch some football, but she's over there to make sure that Mark Bosnich behaves himself. Oh, Tara Rushton joins us right now. <laughs> Morning, Taz. God help me. Um, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> so you, you left the kids Hi. in Sydney, but then you got over there and you got the biggest kid of all with you. Yeah. <laughs> Look, and Boz has bought the family as well. So I feel like I'm, I'm a little bit on his family vacation, but I love the Bozniches. He's been very well behaved. I can assure you of that because it is like Christmas for him. It's been a, a fantastic 10 days spent with Bozer. It, it's great to be working alongside him again, but he is just loving it. It was very fun. Actually, we started traveling and we'd go from Sydney to Melbourne and, you know, hello, everyone. Hello. Enjoy the game. How are you? Oh, great, great game last night. So he is, he's a man of the people. We know that. But it, it's great because there's been a lot of excitement around all of the football that's been played across Oz. So no complaints when you've got someone that lifts the mood like that in the morning when you're half asleep. Yeah. for As someone who has sat next to him on a plane on long journeys. Yeah. Uh, you know that. <laughs> it's pretty much a lock-in that you won't get much rest if you're sitting in that seat next to him. There's, uh, there's a bit of excitement happening. <laughs> One speed, isn't he? Or you, leave, or you leave with more friends, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did he take the kids over there as well? Did his kids? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the family's over here. So <sighs> they've been having a great time. Uh, Boz has got some relatives over here. And then obviously big connections to both teams that are playing tonight, being yep. Manchester United and Aston Villa. So a lot of, the guys that are over here have a have a connection to Perth, Danny McBreen, having played here. Um, there was quite a contingent that were that were out, uh, you know, sampling the, the great sights and and beverages that Perth had to offer last night, I believe. And Simon Hill calling, a big Manchester City fan calling Manchester United. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm going to listen to if there's any just sledges through the course of the commentary. But seriously, Tara, how has it gone off? So we've seen these uh, the appreciation. Obviously, there's a, there's a huge um, following of Premier League teams here in Australia because of the connections between Australia and England, obviously, and that the fact that the Premier League took off from the early '90s onwards. Um, how has it been on the road at these at these games? It's been incredible. It's been so much fun. Um, you know, the, the, the crowd, the energy, the passion, the interstate visitors, it's being in Melbourne, it's not, not just football fans or fair weather fans and young kids that are coming with their, their parents, but everyone that just loves to see and be around the teams that are out here. Uh, I've, I've met many kids along the way, and I said, you know, that are kitted out in full... Crystal Palace or Man U, Garb, and I say, so who's your team really? And they say, oh, uh, Liverpool. 
But even though it might not be their first team, they're just absolutely stoked to be a part of it and to be able to watch some of the biggest football stars in the world at home. So it's it's been incredible, especially here in Perth. I know I haven't been here since the 2019 grand final. It has been such a long time and they love their sport, especially, you know, they have state of origin here as well. And they get behind every big exhibition match that comes over and they really do enjoy having the teams out here. You've got all of the, the supporters clubs that are set up from Northbridge to Frio. The open training sessions have been sold out at full capacity all week and it's just fantastic because for me it is a it's truly in the lead up to the world cup and the women's world cup it's a it's a football party it's a football festival and it's really hard not to get swept up in it so it's just great to see so much excitement around the round ball game Tara, I do hang it on Adam a lot about the world game and all that sort no. of stuff but really it's, <laughs> yes but how do and, and it is quite easy nowadays to be able to support, be in Australia, be a football fan in Australia, and support an overseas teams. You get to see plenty of the games. Social media has made it a lot easier to support a team overseas. You spoke about seeing kids and going, yeah, I support Liverpool and I support. How do we make sure? How does the FFA and the football, and the the governing bodies around football in Australia and teams make sure that those kids support also Perth Glory, Sydney FC, Western Sydney Wanderers. How do the the groundswell of support for these teams coming out? How does that come back to making sure the crowds in the in the the A League uh, are somewhere near this level as well? It feels like a million dollar question, though, doesn't it? Um, how do we have that? follow one and that link of that more of an organic growth where you see hundreds of thousands of fans and kids in particular Mm. stream through the gates, sit in the streaming rain and say, I want to be a part of this. And how do we make that connection to the domestic teams here? It's so hard, I think, as well, you know, being on the road for these games and people will always complain. The pitch, the venue, uh, the fans, the this, the that, the other, not being happy about the state of the game, not being happy about the teams coming out and perhaps the sugar injection that it gives to the economies and the governments of the cities that these teams come to play in. Look, I think bigger picture-wise, it's an aspirational thing as well. I know it sounds, you know, cliché, you have to be able to see what you want to be. And this as well, whether it be... Premier League, La Liga, Liga. Kids have to want it. They want to play football. They want to watch football. I think what was great, hearing from Manchester United fans and Manchester United locals, they said, oh, those victory supporters, they give a bit, they give a bit, don't they? They were quite surprised (laughs) at the support that victory had in the MCG. And I think that that's super important. It's not just necessarily about what happens for the Australians that are already here, but the impression that it leaves with the Premier League clubs when they go back home as well. And, yeah, could there be more A-League teams playing in a in a round-robin type of competition? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I definitely agree with that. We could have rolled out more of that integration. But I think as well, it's really easy to to have an amazing festival of football and then not be happy with it at the same time. Yes, there is work to do, especially with what is on the horizon. And that is something that, yes, the FA needs to really look at and and they will because speaking about it last night and having Jacob Burns and then Bozza on the panel and talking about Crystal Palace and Leeds, the big question is we're missing all of these Aussies playing in the top flight in England. And 
this is where the connection really, really grows. So it's getting players that are coming through. This is like more than a two-hour conversation, but it's about the development, pushing these players through so that there is a pathway and making sure they play in the top flights across the world. So for me, even seeing what Ange Postacoglu was doing, bringing those Aussies in, it's just incredible and such a, a big step forward for Aussies in the game. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the, the reception is like for Celtic when they come out later in the year. Everton are the replacement for Rangers, and that's actually going yes. to take place mid-A-League season during the World Cup break in November. So Celtic, Harry Kuehl, Ange Postacoglu, probably not Aaron Moy because he's probably going to be selected for the Socceroos. <laughs> he won't be here. But it'll be interesting to see how that translates mid-season, and they are will be playing against Sydney FC and also Western Sydney Wanderers. Hey, Tara, I'm not sure if um, Sam Kerr was at the match last night. I think she's over there, or she might have already gone back for pre-season with Chelsea. But she's on the cover of FIFA 23, the ultimate edition with Kylian Mbappe. And that's not just the Australian version, oh, look, here's Sam in Australia. That's worldwide, baby, isn't it? She's uh, <laughs> That's a fair old achievement. Yeah. I know. I mean... What can she not do? It's it's absolutely incredible the cut through that Sam Kerr has, and it's not just about Sam Kerr being Sam Kerr, but it's really a nod to her and what she has achieved on the football pitch. She's an incredible player. Uh, what she's done for football, Australia wide, regardless of it of it being you know of Sam Kerr being a female athlete or a, you know being a male athlete or whatever it is, but it is incredible. I did reach out to Sam. I said I'm coming to Perth. I'll be there on Wednesday. She said I'm jumping on a flight. Um, actually in the morning. So Sam's not here at the moment. Otherwise, I'm sure she would have checked out some of the football action. But just incredible and amazing and so important to see female athletes getting the recognition that they absolutely deserve. For sure. And a year to go now, this week celebrated for the Women's World Cup, done a bit of investigating on what it might mean for the... uh, the Australian game after the World Cup. There's a legacy program being set up so that facilities for especially female footballers and in leadership roles and the Matildas are going to get a home of football down in, in Melbourne. It looks like that the FA have, have kind of the pennies dropped in terms of what they can get out of an event like this because you go back to the 2015 Asian Cup, Tara, and there was a little bit of money left over, so they gave them back to the state governments. And the story was that Queensland actually spent that money instead of investing it back in football and much needed facilities up there. They used it to promote the Commonwealth Games. (laughs) So now out of this World Cup in 2023 is a massive opportunity for the game to to lay down some markers, especially for the the female game. Yeah, I agree. It's so important. Um, You know, the, 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 the football itself will talk for itself the fandom, the excitement, what it brings to each city, what it brings to Australia and New Zealand as well. But legacy is such an important word and an aspect to what mark is left when all of these hundreds of thousands of international tourists and top-class players in the world turn around and go home. You know, what what happens to football after that, especially in the women's game? Yes, moves have been, been made from the domestic league, the A-League women's competition to make it full home and away to inject more teams into the league. There are a lot of conversations taking place at the moment, some arduous conversations as well, around trying to get the Matildas back, who will have a a window from their European teams, hopefully in January. There are conversations around marking payments for the female athletes. And, you know, you see it. There is always a different element um, when female athletes want to have children and, and what that means for them as well. But also the state of the game that it's left in 
after the competition is wrapped up. It's great to see the facility is getting a huge injection, which is great, even from a basic need uh, that you would think is, is a given of the change room situation. So, look, it's a huge job. It is one year away, which seems a bit scary because I feel like that's just come around so quickly. But it, as you can even see, the Euros are on at the moment. The numbers, the viewership, the interest has been incredible. Uh, European teams, scary. But there's a lot of work to be done in that aspect of, of the legacy piece that will be left here. But slowly but surely, the, you know, the moves are moving and football is moving in the right direction. So hopefully it continues to surge that way. Tara, thank you very much for the chat. Best of luck. It's the, it's the final one, isn't it, before these teams have to go back and I think the Premier League starts in two weeks' time, a week earlier than usual because of yeah, a World Cup. Right. So. Two weeks. Yeah, yeah. The Premier League kicks off in two weeks' time. I've got to tell you, gents, it's absolutely bucketing down here in Perth. I know you gave a weather report earlier, mm. but it, I can't even see out my window. Um, so that'll be an interesting one for tonight. But, yeah, it's, it's a big game. You know, Stephen Gerrard said he's going to turn up the dial a little bit against Manchester United tonight. Um, and a final a final hit out in Australia, and it, it, it's a full house. So the sold out sign's going to go up at Optus Stadium, and um, there's going to be a lot of, of wet ponchos out there. But everyone's still going to still going to turn up and and get around it, which would be great. And it's not mowing weather; it's football weather. Tara, thank you for that. Have a great <laughs> night, and look forward Thanks, to all the yes. action on ten. We'll do. Speak to you soon. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.